This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005. For logbook servicing you can rely on, you need to make the right choice. You need trained professionals who are fully qualified to service your car according to manufacturer's specifications. For real peace of mind and a nationwide warranty, book in or book online at repcoservice.com. You're listening to Baz and Dizzy for Breakfast on SENZ. Fascinating discussion with Alex Lowe, who is the Chief Rugby Correspondent for The Times in the UK. Uh, he's been had his ear to the ground on this and he broke the story Filling us in that right now, Tuesday evening in the UK in Dublin, World Rugby Powers, we're actually in the New Zealand Rugby Building here. I haven't seen Mark Robinson come across the the cafe this morning, so maybe he's over there as well, you'd hope so, at the table discussing what whatever a global rugby competition would look like involving pretty much everybody, uh, all of the emerging nations in another tier below, like a challenger series, and then the top 12 teams from the north and the south playing each other throughout the years and then at the end of a two-year cycle, a grand final. Is he from a player's perspective, is there any way the players wouldn't be on board with this sort of competition? I mean, obviously the finances aside, this is going to be great for the game, 40% more, Alex said. But from a competitive standpoint, what do you think the players are thinking? Um... Oh, look, if I was still playing, I'd be all for it. I'd be right for this new change. It's something different. Um, you're getting opportunities to play the North more regularly. Obviously, we play the India Tours, but you get an opposition uh, opportunity to test yourselves against the French, the, the Welsh, the English more often. Uh, the inclusion of the of our Pacific Island teams would be, you know, another added bonus to it as well. We know how what they bring to the to the table, so. Look, I think they'd be all for it. Um, just like the detail on when and where. I know that a lot of the players feel like travel is already at, at the maximum already. So where does it fit? How much travel? Would it allow them time? You know, Where does the clubs fit into this situation with Super Rugby? How does that calendar year work? So uh, as as a ex-player, I'd be all for it. I think it's it's innovative. It's it's changing. Um, I guess when you when you play something for ten years, it's the same. You know, you can get pretty stagnant, can get pretty same old. So, something that excites you, and, and then it's new. So, for me, mate, I can just only see positives from it. And just hearing and talk about that club global championship, mate, how good would that be? Just watching months take on Toulouse with that penalty shootout, a crowd where they traditionally don't play at Aviva Stadium, mate. How good was that? So, getting that 
um, Champions Cup up up in the north, what they're doing there, and they may be potentially down here with the Super Rugby. Winner of the Super Rugby potentially plays the winner of the J- Japan Top League. Then the winner of that two that double tournament takes on the top champion from up north, and then we find out who the global champion is. I think that's a, like, a great call. Yeah, look, I, I agree with you. I think it's um, really innovative. I think that's why I asked the question around Amazon. That's why it's the question around it looks like a Grand Prix. They're trying to stay with the Tier 1 sports like sailing and F1. Uh, you can see what happens with a global, um, I guess, acquisition of of those sports uh, as far as the, the, the punter goes with viewership and stuff like that. So they're trying to get into that that media right, that money making. When he said 40%, you know when he said 40%, I thought, man, that's way more than that. You know what I mean? There's forty percent that touch that they're tipping. It's a tip of the iceberg. You think about all the private um, owners of the clubs up north, all the private owners of the clubs through Europe, when they start to be when they start starting to be able to brand their own personal brand in alongside this, then that private equity starts going through the form. And I've I've honest, I've said this for a couple of years. I think Amazon will buy Rugby Union. Mm. I think Amazon will buy Rugby Union because they want the brand. They want to be able for for people, you know. That that um, I was talking to Ricardo the other day, and I said, you know, with the VR, you know, when you're doing VR, the Silver Lake deal, for instance, I reckon in the future, you Louis will be able to sit here and play in the All Blacks team. He'll put a VR unit on with a suit, and the suit will re- measure impact and distance, and he'll be able to run in between Izzy Dag and Corey Jane. Oh, you're a gamer. Oh, you're a gamer, Uncle. How yeah. good is that? My, yeah. Oh, look, I love. That's very innovative as well, and Amazon would have done off the yeah world rugby. You mean they buy the whole world rugby, Uncle? Is that what you're saying? A hundred percent. I don't know if they'd sell it to Amazon. They would not want Jeff Bezos having control over the over the world rugby. I tell you. Um, you spoke about look who holds all the power here, Louis. That's the question I want to ask you. Who holds all the power? Here? Did the All Blacks rugby union hold the power? Did the English and the powerhouse up north like who? Because that's where I'm going to get a bit of unsurety out of this. Is like who is the leading figure in this whole scenario? Because we've got some big heads here that that want their own agendas looked after. Is there going to be any alignment? It's not the All Blacks, and it's not Australia, and it's not Argentina, and it is. To, leaning towards South Africa, but it's definitely the RFU, and it's definitely the Northern Hemisphere clubs. They are the ones that are more financially sustainable at the moment. The the All Blacks and New Zealand rugby can't. They need this. We need this. The rugby needs this. The the thing that Alex pointed out, which I think is completely right. The reason that this has a good chance of working is he is because. Everyone is incentivized. This is the closest time we've had them when this idea has been floated where everyone is incentivized financially, socially, culturally. This makes sense. So we'll follow the story. Do you want to see the All Blacks playing Northern Hemisphere teams more often? Does this excite you from a fan's perspective? 0800 150 And who do you want to see play? I love it. Personally, promotion relegation, I'd actually love two teams promoted relegated. I think you could open this up more, and I think they probably will lend that way eventually. 28 away from 8 o'clock this morning, some sports news headlines after Araha with the news for Kubota, together with shaping and building New Zealand. When making the double chicken deluxe at Macca's, we wanted to improve on the perfect combo of tender Aussie chicken with cheese, tomato and aioli. So, we doubled it. Chicken and Macca's together and loving it. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Available after 10.30am for a limited time only.